Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Edwin Dearborn. Edwin, you are a virtual CMO, and you are also an author of several books, uh, which we'll get into, uh, but your website is virtualcmo.expert. Thank you so much for joining us, Edwin. Hey, thanks, Josh, for having me. I, I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, please do give us an overview of your work and who you typically work with and and kind of when you come in and and, and the kind of stuff that you fix up. Yeah, great, great question. So I come in usually where you've got a company that's doing well, but, and they don't have a CMO on board. They're not really going to hire one at this point. You know, they're not going to pay the 200000 a year. They're not at that point, but they want to have growth be driven. So they're kind of like in that sweet spot for me, Whereas things are going well, we want them to go really well, but I'm not willing to hire a full-time CMO to take me to the next level. I'm not at that point. So I come in and go, okay, you know, what, what's your goal? So it's like, okay, well, if we could add another $2 million in revenue per year, that would be awesome. We take it to two to four or from four to eight, everybody's different. So I come in and usually what I find is that things are pretty helter-skelter the, the CEO is doing running marketing teams while putting out 8,000 fires a day. And he doesn't really have anybody to kind of put in the systems and the teams, whether they're internal or we hire them virtually or a combination thereof, to really scale the appointments, the lead generation, as well as the presence on social media. And also, another thing I fix is they've got all these ideas of the type of content they want to create, but they've never really got into creating it. It's all just been this ideation around meetings and people throwing out ideas. It's like, but I get them to actually execute. Good. We're actually making the videos now. So those are the two things that I think I do at that point. Yeah. Um, so kind of, if we kind of start through the, the, the life cycle of, of where a VCMO is, you know, going to be taking a look at, I think even before you start getting into conversations around lead gen, which I suspect, you know, a lot of people coming in is we just need more leads. You can get us more leads, right, Edwin? And it's, you're probably like, eh, let's tap the brakes here for a second here. Yep. There's yeah. probably bigger problems. Yeah, they, they do. You're right. And I think what happens is, is that I liken it to like having a hose spurting water in your face. And, and that's all you can see is that problem. Yet there's a hose, there's a faucet, there's a whole plumbing problem. And then there's the guy who's throwing the water in your face, mm. you know, turning it on or turning it off. So I get them to see that there's actually a sequence of events that's leading to their problem. And, you know, to solve a problem, and I know I'm preaching the choir here, you have to find out what's causing the problem or in business, 
there's usually multiple causes. There's multiple breakdowns in the chain of events. So I help them to put a blueprint going, hey, look, it's not just leads. It's also lead conversion. And are we getting the right leads? Are we attracting the right people? Are we putting out the right communication that goes to the right individual? He goes, now that's the guy I want to talk to. Exactly. All of a sudden, you've got the right people in your pipeline and you're doing the right things to convert them. Yeah. If your branding is off, if your messaging is off, you know, you're just and and yet, you know, you're dumping all of your efforts into exposure and lead gen and just trying to get in people's faces. You're getting in their faces with crap that it's stuff they don't need. It's no one, someone that they probably would not want to engage with because there's just there's issues. You're, you're saying one thing, but then they go to the website and there's no alignment there. It's very, very confusing. So what I know is that a confused mind does nothing. <laughs> it's so much easier to not engage than yep. to try to figure you out. So true. So true. And I think, you know, what happens is you, you know, like I just got off the phone before this interview working with a potential uh, client in Arizona who sells very high ticket consulting on IT, data engineering, you know, and and stuff that literally words and symbols that I just don't get. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. very, very internet geek stuff. And so he's trying to sell internet geek consulting to CEOs that are in their 50s that are learning how to turn on a laptop. And how do I I log into my Facebook account? I forgot my password. And he's, he's here at PhD, MIT level talk. And they're down here at ninth grade going, how do I log into Facebook? And he's like, it's so hard to explain. I'm like, right, because you sound like a Martian. And you guys are so smart that you want to go around sounding smart and impressing people with all the things you know. And like you said earlier, a confused mind does nothing. So they're like, we don't really need all that. That sounds like, so I said, you need to like, I said, the moment you put yourself in the position of a 55-year-old CEO who can't log into Facebook without the help of his assistant, and you can describe your services at eighth grade level, you're going to get more clients. And all of a sudden he's like, you're right. I've always assumed my viewpoint that I need to convince them. And I've never assumed their viewpoint on where I'm missing the boat on the understanding. I said, once we create a little, so we decided to create a little series of how-to videos where we describe in little bits in human terms, the benefits of what happens when he does his job. He's like, oh my gosh, like no one's doing this. Just that simplicity of of a content strategy. Then we got into how we would find these people and get in front of them on LinkedIn, blah, blah, blah. But that's usually where I come in. It's like, I got to take it to the next level, but I'm running into like, I don't make sense to the marketplace. Yeah. Um, So obviously one thing that a fractional CFO or a virtual CMO is going to be doing, and this is, I think one of the most important things that I would consider is you know, I, I, if I'm a founder CEO and I'm running this company and, and, and I'm in a particular industry, it's it's really important for me to be a leader within this industry. And then there's areas that, that I just I just don't have the bandwidth to stay up to date 
with what we should be doing from a marketing perspective. And I count on you know, leaders and experts that I work with, that's their job. You, you don't make me look dumb here. You need to be keeping up with the latest trends. And, and, you know, and, and, and that way we could kind of share that leadership because I, I think that, um, you know, a CEO that's running all of their own marketing, um, you know, you got to do it at the beginning, but I think very shortly, you probably want to get in a position where you want to surround yourself with experts. Amen. I mean, look, you, you get to a certain point in business where there's way more things occurring. And moreover, now that you have money and presence, there's way more opportunities to seize. So, the, the good and the bad is I'm making more money and we're bigger, but then there's that point of like, I want to get bigger even more so. I want to dominate my space. I want to be seen as the guy who took this company to from 2 million to 10 million, right? It's just an ego thing or just a personal goal thing. But I, I like you said, the bandwidth, I, I'm not going to go read all the books and study <laughs> blogs about SEO and video marketing and all that. And I'm like, look, you can reach your goal if you have a greater presence, you communicate the right things to the right people at the right time frequently. And fortunately with the internet, you can do that. Now, where, where are you going to learn all that? Or do you just call, do you just Google somebody and hope the first person you talk to is going to be the guy that's going to take you there? Mm-hmm. And I think what makes me different than a marketing guy or an SEO guy or a website guy is a lot of people in marketing do things, but they don't build systems. And what I mean is I build websites, they build a thing, or I manage your social media. So they build some social media pages, yeah. maybe they do a Google ad thing. But now there's 20 things occurring. How do we make them all work together? Right. That's a system. Yeah, it's and one thing I I like too about um you know because I'm a big fan I'm a big fan of fractional virtual CFOs I'm a big fan of fractional um, virtual CMOs because it's really easy kind of like what we were talking about with the hose right it said well what do we need right now if you're a CEO you might guess it right but. Really, I think, you know, where where the CMO is going to provide that leadership, there's a lot of things that you can do in marketing. Um, And there's a lot of things you can do wrong in marketing. Right. Just like finances. Like if you don't have a good CFO, if you don't have good control of your finances, that can go south real quick. Right? Yeah. So the other side of this, and I'll tell you how the CMO and the CFO work together the CMO drives in the business and the money. The CFO makes sure that the money is handled correctly. The filings, the taxes, the this, the, the, the all the legal stuff, plus having clarity of picture. So if you've got a good CMO driving in the revenue and you got a good CFO managing the revenue, that's that's a deadly combination. Yeah, and so um, when. Um, who, what types of companies do you typically work with? And you're based in Vegas, right? Yeah, I'm in Las Vegas um, and uh, moved here five years ago. Love it um, for many reasons. A great town to network in because I tell people all business roads lead to Las Vegas. <laughs> 
Sooner or later. At least if, once or tw- once every year or two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're serious about business, you're coming to Vegas at some point. Yeah. Right. So it's a great place to network. Um, and I, I, can you ask that question again? Just well, yeah, and um, and 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 that is like who you typically oh, who work, I work with. with. Yeah. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, you know, I I used to say the ambitious, and I've clarified that it's really the ambitious business that wants to scale. Okay. And what I mean by ambitious is that they've got big dreams. They want to create massive amounts of wealth or presence. Like they got they got a 10x kind of mindset. And they know that there, there's going to be a, a level of sophistication and expense to build a system. And they know that it's not going to happen overnight. We're not building Rome. These guys think the right type of person that I want to work with thir- thinks in terms of years or even decades. He doesn't think in terms of next quarter earnings. Because if he's trying to only solve next quarter's earnings or get out of debt or solve some financial problems on the immediate, they they get they get weird. But if the guy's like, yeah, five years from now, I want to be the biggest air conditioning company in Las Vegas. Okay. Right, good. good. Yeah, good. Now we're now we're talking like you're not the biggest. It probably will take at least five years of aggressive building a system, implementing it, reiterating it over and over and over, and then adding more systems and modules. And now we've got TV ads, and but we're going to start where we're at. So he's like, okay. And I'm willing, like I talked to a guy in Canada yesterday. He's like, I want the system to look like this and this and this and this. And then I want to move this amount of money over the next five years. Mm-hmm. And he said, so will $200,000 a year in marketing costs cover that? And I go, yeah, we can start out with that. See, he's thinking five years. He's mm-hmm. thinking proper estimation of effort. If you're sitting there with really small think, everything becomes expensive. Yeah. Yes. Because you look at it as a cost. Yeah. Which, it, yeah, it's everything has to have a business justification or business model to that activity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and okay. and the execute one thing I like that you have on your website, <laughs> it's uh, you know reasons to hire a virtual chief marketing officer number five impervious to internal noise. <laughs> your virtual CMO, unfazed by the day to day frenzy, will be calmly working on your next growth strategy. And that's another one of those reasons. Like, listen, you're a founder CEO. Um, you're just going to have to deal with stuff, and you don't want to have yourself in a position where. Um, you know, you're spreading yourself too thin again in the early stages. Sorry, that's you know part of the big boy, big girls yeah. club. But but I, I do love that. Um, you know, kind of that being able to just kind of divide and conquer. Absolutely, and and again, you know, we're talking about a guy that can see it. It makes sense. I don't really have to sell what I do. What. I mean, if I'm sitting down with an intelligent CEO that really has big plans and ambitions and I explain that we've got to put in systems and then I explain the type of systems and and I actually show them a blueprint, you know, here's the flows, here's the things, here's how it works, here's some examples of people I've worked with, they get it, Mm -hmm. you know? My only problem is 
it's not really a problem because I'm growing. It's just getting in front of the right CEO with that right mindset. Unfortunately, the algorithms aren't necessarily saying, okay, he's ready right now. So thus, I just have to get in front of more CEOs, which I, I do with my virtual assistant and various, you know, YouTube videos and such. But, um, you know, once I get in front of that guy, if he's the right guy, they're pretty much ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. All right. So your website, virtualcmo.expert. Um, yeah. When somebody goes there, what would you recommend they do? If they've been listening to our conversation and like, okay, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. Tell me more. I, you know, if you just go to the homepage, it's a fairly long article. It's like 3,500, 4,000 words. And I got infographics on it. The reason why I put everything up front is most executives don't really know what a CMO does, whether it's virtual or internal. They're kind of like, I don't know, you do some marketing voodoo, mm-hmm. and you just make it rain, right? That's what marketing is. I mean, interview 100 CEOs and ask them the definition of the word marketing. You're going to get 100 different definitions, yeah. right? So I, I thought, you know, what I'll do is let me break down what I do, my philosophy on it. And I, you know, I decided to just write a very long article. You know, David Ogilvy once said that, you know, long content sells. So I was like, you know what, I'm just putting everything on this thing and if you're really serious about it, you'll read it. If you really want to grow, you know what? I'm going to investigate this. Now, the other thing is you can also order my books, which, you know, uh, Power Branding Secrets is is longer. It's like 260-ish pages. Mm-hmm. But the e-books are like, you know, 40 to 50. And the reason I'm, that's kind of my new format is doing little bite-sized e-books is because I think the average reader only gets to page nine when they buy a book. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the stats. You're, I, I think you're right. I think you're spot so it's on. like, okay, I keep writing, you know, 200, 300 pages. They're just not going to reread. But if I go like, hey, it's only 40 or 50 pages, they're like, okay, you know, I can, I can get on my Kindle and I can just, you know, bang this thing out in a couple hours. And I've also, because of my training and using, you know, about study and how people assimilate data, I, I write at, a ninth to 10th grade level. I don't, I don't, I'm not here to impress you. I want to educate you. So when you get on it, it's not only a short read, it's a relatively easy read. And I just try to break it down principles. That's been my thing the last two years. What are the principles that we can derive strategy from? Excellent. All right. Edwin Dearborn, again, your website, virtualcmo.expert. Edwin, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Really enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, 
tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.